Thank you, Lord. Well, good morning again for anyone who's stuck in just as we're beginning to sing there. Welcome this morning. It's so good to get together on Christmas Day. And you know what? It's a little bit less in number here, but the, the energy and the, uh, the, uh, the excitement from the kids especially, maybe some adults as well, is uh, quite noticeable, I guess you might say. Uh, I hope you've had a, a great start to your Christmas Day this morning, whatever you've been doing. Um, it's worth celebrating. Our, our Saviour has been born. Our Saviour has come. This morning, I want, to, uh, I want to pray in just a moment. But if, you've been, if you're visiting this morning, if you haven't been here the last few weeks, we've been talking about the history of Christmas, looking at the different people that were involved in that Christmas time when Jesus was born, looking at the, 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 the shepherds and, uh, I was going to say Zacchaeus. No, he climbed a tree. He, didn't, he wasn't there. <laughs> now I've gone blank. I shouldn't have said it. What was his name? Zechariah. <laughs> Zechariah and the, the shepherds and different ones. But let's just pray this morning that God would speak to us this morning, even as we spend this time together. Thank you, Lord. God, we just thank you for this time of meeting together, as Carol said, just to worship you, to thank you for what you've done for us. God, we just thank you for this special day that around the world people acknowledge this day called Christmas, the celebration of the Christ, the one who has come. And Lord God, we just pray today that you would help each one of us and Lord, people around the world to recognize and understand who you are, to understand the truth of what you have done, of why you came. And that God, that we would be affected and changed by that reality for the rest of our lives, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we've been, as I said, we've been talking about the history of Christmas and uh, looking at the different ones. And this morning, uh, we, as we celebrate our Saviour, I want us to talk about the wise men and you. And maybe you can be included in that group of wise men. We'll find out. No, just kidding. But uh, we're going to have a look at the wise men. And this morning, instead of reading the passage, I thought we might uh, watch a little video of the wise men coming, taken from Matthew, Matthew chapter 2. If you want to read this account... Uh, read through Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 to 12. And uh, if we've got that video ready, Christmas Day is always a tricky one to get things working because everyone's in a hurry. <laughs> Here we go. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, 
bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them, until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy, and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. There we go. Thanks, guys. So we see... Well, that's, that's super bright now. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Um, if we can just go back to the slides there, Josiah, and just skip down past the verses there. We see these wise men come to see Jesus. If we just skip down to the, the slide after the verses there, Josiah. Actually, I think I can do it. Um, who were these wise men, though? Maybe you've thought about it before. Maybe you've investigated it yourself before. Who were these wise men? If you read other translations, it talks about the, the Magi. Actually, they were astrologers, people who studied the stars, who knew the different stars and where they should be and where they were meant to be at different times of the year. They were from Persia, or modern-day Iran, and quite likely they knew some of, at least, the, old, the scriptures of the Jewish people. They knew Daniel 9, the time of the Anointed One coming. They knew verses like Numbers 24, that a star will rise from Jacob, Israel. They, they weren't uh, wise men as in just really clever guys. They weren't kings, but they understood the stars. They understood the things in the sky. And as they left their homes and they, they, they went after this star, it, it wasn't like they'd seen a light in the sky and gone, Hey, Wow! What was that? I think it was a UFO. It wasn't like they, they saw something and, and took off saying, hey guys, we've just got to go check this out. We'll be back in a few days. The wise men left their homes and they travelled probably nearly up to 1,000 kilometres, 800 kilometres maybe. And they, they travelled for weeks and weeks and weeks. And it wasn't because they saw some light that was just a strange light. They saw a light that they believed was the sign that God had promised to send. It says they went looking for the newborn king of the Jews. They weren't just looking for some strange thing that had burned up in the sky and landed in the earth. They were looking for the newborn king of the Jews because they knew that this star from heaven was God's sign of the promised Messiah. It says they came to worship him in verse 2. They didn't just leave their homes and go and just sort of investigate and check it out because they thought, this is a weird light, we're going to find out what that is. They've gone to find the one that they believed would be the Messiah, the, the Saviour of all people. They go and they worship and they bow down because they say, we saw his star as it rose. Have a think about, if you knew no other testimony about who Jesus is, the testimony of these wise men alone, that they left everything in their own homeland and they travelled to find this saviour who had been born because his star was the sign from God for this baby. 
It's a very interesting testimony in and of itself. What was that star? To be honest, I don't think we truly know. Some people believe it was the glory of God that came down upon Jesus at that time when he was born, that there was a, a glorious presence of God that shone in the sky. Some people say it was just a physical star that just happened to position itself and, and led the wise men to where Jesus was. Or some would say it was just a miraculous light in heaven, in the skies, that God placed there as a sign of the Messiah's birth. And if you're really fascinated, you can look forward to asking Jesus one day and eagerly be excited about his return. We don't know for sure. But what we do know is when they go and they find Herod, it says Herod was deeply disturbed. He wanted to know that where the Messiah was to be born. And it says that the, 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 uh, the scholars came and said, in Bethlehem in Judea, a ruler, the shepherd of God's people is going to be born. And Herod was so deeply disturbed, we read on in chapter 2 about how he put to death every child that had been born in that last two years to try and kill off that one that had been born. He was deeply disturbed. This is a king, a powerful king who is fearful of this baby. He knows there is something about this child that is significant and he was in a state of panic almost that would cause a king to go and wipe out all these young boys. He was deeply disturbed. It says, though, that the star led the, the wise men, led them on from where Herod was, and it led them to this place where the baby was. They were so excited, they rejoiced, they bowed down, and they worshipped him. They didn't just say, hey, wow, was this, is this the special baby? They walk in and they bow down and they worshipped him. They gave him gifts of frankincense and gold and myrrh. But the important thing was that they came. There was significance in the, the gifts we could talk about, but the important thing was that they came. We never hear about the gold and the frankincense and myrrh again. Maybe the, some of the things that were used in Jesus' burial, we, we could talk about that. But the important thing was that these wise men realized the sign they understood who jesus was and they came and they acknowledged him and they bowed down now i don't know if you've ever thought about what it would have been like to be mary and joseph sitting in there with jesus in the manger actually probably the reality is they probably moved from that manger to a, it says they were in a house by the time the wise men get there so it could have been even up to two years later maybe but as Mary and Joseph are sitting at home with, with Jesus and these wise men that look like kings walk into the room and they bow down and start worshipping their baby. I wonder what went through their minds. I wonder how it looked to the people on the street who saw these, these kings riding into town and then coming into this home and worshipping this baby. They, they didn't come as kings to be honoured. They came as people to worship the saviour of all humanity. They, they were powerful people, these wise men. They got an audience before King Herod. They were privileged people, and yet they come and they bow down and they worship this baby. The important thing was that they came. We don't talk so much about the, the gifts they bring, although we remember what they were maybe, but the important thing was that they came. I wonder, 2,000 years later, 
as we celebrate the history of Christmas, what Christmas is about, what really happened at that Christmas time. I wonder how Christmas history has affected you. I wonder how Christmas has affected you. Maybe you can look at your life and say, well, Christmas was the day I got my first bike. Christmas was the day I got that new toy. Christmas was the day I fell over and broke my arm. I wonder how Christmas has affected you. Maybe you can say, those five kilos over here, that was Christmas the last few years. I wonder how Christmas has affected you. 2,000 years later, Christmas is affecting people's lives around the world every day and every year. And the most important thing is not the gifts that you give or receive, but that you recognize and receive the Savior that God has sent for you. The most important thing isn't what you can give. I was watching the carols last night on tally and they're talking about how the spirit of Christmas is all about giving and it's all about being generous and kind to one another. It's like there's a, there's a truth in that. But it's about recognizing that the gift has already been given, that God has sent the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, to come and to live on this earth. And with Christmas without the rest of Jesus' life would mean nothing. But Jesus came as the sacrifice for sin. He gave up his life. He died on the cross. His blood was poured out so that we could have eternal life. It's not about what we can give or what we can do in response. It's about recognizing who Jesus is, the signs that all point to the fact that he is the Messiah. We see all the different testimonies of the wise men, the shepherds, Mary, Joseph, Zechariah. And then there's the ones from his birth. Then we see the people through his life, the miracles he did, the way the, the soldiers at his crucifixion said, surely this man was the Son of God. And then he rises again and all around the world it's, it's changed people's lives. Christ's birth has changed history forever. The most important thing is not what you give or what you receive this Christmas. It's that you recognize, just like those wise men did, you recognize that he has come and that you receive him as the savior of your life. That we thank him for what he's done for us. We know what he grew up to do. Christmas isn't just about Jesus' birth, it's celebrating that He came and all the things that He has done for us. The only question left for us is, will you allow Jesus to be a part of your story? We talked about at the beginning of our series of, of Christmas history, that history is really the story of different people. It's His story and I wonder, have you allowed Jesus to impact your life? That your life would be transformed by the truth and the reality of who Jesus is, of what he has done for us. The greatest day of my life was when I realized that Jesus is my Savior and surrendered to him and said, God, I am sorry for the things I have done. I'm sorry for my pride, for my arrogance, and I humbled myself a little bit like those wise men and began to worship him, began to acknowledge who he is and in our hearts that we bow down to him and live a life for his glory and not for our own anymore. Today is the day that we write 
the history of tomorrow. And I wonder, in your life history, will Jesus be the central part of it? Will Jesus be a part of your life? And I want to encourage you today, if you have never invited Jesus to be your Lord and Saviour, if you've never acknowledged what he's done for you, then today can be the day in the history of your life where everything changes. The Bible says anyone who refuses to acknowledge him will be separated from him for eternity. But anyone who humbles themselves, anyone who accepts that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Saviour of all people, will be saved and have eternal life with him. Your history can be changed today by simply praying that prayer and asking God to lead you and help you to understand who he is. I wonder how Christmas has affected your life in the past. And I want to encourage you today to let it be something that stirs you to worship him every day. Not just Christmas Day, not just at Easter time, not just on Sundays, but every day that we would allow the truth and reality of who Jesus is, of his coming for you and I, to stir you to worship, to bow down and acknowledge who he is. I want to encourage you to think about joining together with other believers. That's why we come together as his people, the church, every Sunday to remind each other and to celebrate that he has come, that he has done it all, to share his love, the message of hope that we have with the world around us. It's so exciting last night seeing different ones recognize the name of Jesus, that Jesus is the greatest gift the world has ever known. Because Christmas without Jesus is hopeless. It has no life without Jesus. And God wants us to be carriers of the message to the world around us, that they can know the hope that we have for eternal life and have relationship with Him even today. We're going to finish with a song this morning celebrating and, and saying that we are going to come and we're going to bow down. I'm going to ask the band to come and I'm going to pray. And we're going to respond this morning by saying, God, here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. God, we just thank you this morning that we can come together. There's so many fun things to do at Christmas time. There's so many fun aspects that we have as part of our Christmas celebrations. But God, I pray that through this day and for every day throughout our lives, that God, we would acknowledge that we would humble ourselves and remember that you are the one who came as a sacrifice for our sin, that we could have eternal life. Lord God, we are so thankful. We are so grateful. Lord God, you give so many good things. Lord, you bring peace and, and life and joy and so many things into our life. But Lord God, we just want to say thank you this morning that you are our Saviour. Just as the wise men recognised who you were and came, we recognise who you are this morning. And we want to come and offer our lives to you this morning that we could live for your glory, that we would help others to know the hope that we have in you. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's stand this morning and we're going to finish with this song this morning, Here I Am to Worship. Thanks, guys.
just as 